Welcome to Truth Time, where you'll get a shot of the truth with no chaser. And now your Truth Time host, Trey Searcy. Okay, welcome to another Truth Time transmission. We're coast to coast and around the world, rightly dividing the word of truth, helping you to better understand your Bible. We should always let truth be the final authority. So it's our hope that we can assist you in your pursuit of truth. Truth Time is here to proclaim the good news. God is not in the condemnation business today. God does not bring any charge against you. Instead, His good news through your Apostle Paul guarantees your complete forgiveness of sin. How so? Through the blood of His Son. And you're justified on the merit of His finished cross work. In fact, Christ is the one who had every right to condemn you, but he chose instead to die for you and rose to be your righteousness. Romans chapter 8 verse 34. Your standing with God is not about performance. It's about position. While there will be times when your performance just outright stinks, positionally you are in right standing with God. And of course I'm speaking to all who have trusted in the finished cross work of Christ, placing no stock whatsoever in your own works. There are those who are lost in the denominational system who see God as a judge, not realizing that we currently live in the Ephesians 3.2 dispensation of the grace of God. Please hear this Bible truth. Your sin was dealt with at the cross. Your sin was dealt with at the cross. God is not judging you. God is not judging the world as some in religion have taught you. When God pours out his wrath on the world, the world will know it. And by the way, if you're here to see it, newsflash, you're lost. Make no mistake about it. There will not be one single member of the church, the body of Christ, present when God unleashes his wrath on the world. Anyone teaching that nonsense is teaching ignorance at its highest level. You know, it never ceases to amaze me how some today correlate what what they read in the newspaper and see on the six o'clock news with the judgment of God. Some of the more avid Truth Time listeners may remember a live on-air call I took a few months back. I uh, got a call from a Chattanooga, Tennessee listener. His name was Jim. Jim has been calling me for months now with uh, a true heart's desire to better understand his Bible. And uh, he has come so far in the word of truth rightly divided. And during our conversation, I remember him bringing up how that when he was religious and lost, he remembered hearing a preacher say the reason Hurricane Katrina happened in Louisiana was because of their gay parade. (laughs) Now, is that Bible? Is that sound doctrine? You better believe it. But is that sound doctrine for today? Is it doctrine according to the word of truth rightly divided? Doctrine according to what was revealed to the Apostle Paul on this side of the cross to be written down and delivered to the body of Christ? Well, absolutely not. You see, it's not enough to be scriptural. You must be dispensational. The Bible says a lot of things. And the Bible says a lot of things that are not written to be application for anyone today. Now, can we open this Bible and find scripture where God poured out his wrath via the weather system? Oh, yeah. In his covenant relationship with Israel, God dealt with them on the basis of their performance. It was an if system. 
And if they performed right, they were blessed. But if they were slack in their performance, they were cursed. Weigh the evidence. Look into this for yourself. In Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 26 to 28, we find this doctrine. Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. A blessing, if ye obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day. And a curse, if you will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God. You see, Moses was the head of the first church in the wilderness. Acts chapter 7 verse 38. And we can go to scripture and find where God instructed him, along with his congregation, to go and stone to death anyone who did any work on the Saturday Sabbath. You see, at that time, and in accordance with their dispensation, sin was dealt with immediately and according to the law. You cannot claim Deuteronomy 28 verse 8 that says, Everything you put your hands to will be blessed, and then turn and say that, well, we don't stone anyone to death today for working on Saturday. The same people in your Bible that stone people to death for disobeying the law are also the same people God bless for obeying the law. So just as children want candy and toys, there are those today who want Israel's blessings. Problem is, they want the blessings without the cursings. If you take a nickel out of your pocket, you would expect to see heads and tails. A coin has two sides. This is where wrongly dividing the word of truth has led you. Neither the blessings or the cursings are yours. Listen, doctrine is not meant to be cherry-picked. Doctrine is meant to be rightly divided. And what's the first step in doing that? Seeing and understanding the distinction between what was written as instructions to Israel to that which was written as instructions to the members of the church, the body of Christ. In doing this, you'll need to separate the faith plus work system for salvation. You'll need to separate that from the faith plus nothing for salvation system. That's your doctrine. You've got to recognize that the instructions for being saved through Israel's rise, Isaiah chapter 60 verses 1 to 3, are different from how a soul is saved during the present time of Israel's fall. Romans chapter 11, verse 11. If you'd actually read that book you carry under your arm, you'd know this. Instead, you've been comfortable relying on someone else to tell you what it says. Satan has his manipulators. Satan uses his manipulators. And Satan through them has manipulated the masses through the religious system. And as a result, he has convinced so many worldwide that they are suffering God's judgment because of their wrongdoings. Well, while it may be true that you're suffering because of your wrongdoings, you're not suffering from God's judgment. You're suffering because of your wrongdoings. Paul speaks of sowing to the flesh as opposed to sowing to the spirit. You see, if Satan can get your mind on straightening out your flesh in order to get God's forgiveness, then he can keep you right where he wants you, religious and lost. I know the truth is often not dealt with, but we're dealing with it today. You know why people don't want to know the truth? Because it might force them to make a change, or changes, that they're not willing to make. They're not willing to accept anything that could alter their supposed truth. They've settled for their arranged truth that allows them to be comfortable and to maintain their old mindset. That old mindset upon which they have always functioned. So as far as they're concerned, there's no other truth than the one they've already embraced. 
You see, the truth usually destroys our desired reality and points out our natural shortcomings and our faults. Truth forces you to take a look at yourself, and many don't really want to do that. And I understand, it can sometimes be rather difficult. But in the long haul and at the end of the day, oh my goodness, the benefits are incredible. The benefits are off the charts. Many will spend an insurmountable amount of time looking for the truth. They've got questions and they want answers. So they buy several versions of the Bible, thinking that that'll help them discover the truth. They read dozens of commentaries, thinking that that will clear away all the cobwebs. They study Greek, Hebrew, or both. Some will immerse themselves into watching television preachers and buying all their products, doing all these things in their pursuit of the truth. But no matter how close they think they are to unveiling the truth, they only wind up with more questions. You see, the problem is not their work ethic. The problem is not their sincere desire to understand God's word. No, the problem is the source they're trusting to answer their questions. If you're relying on compromised sources, you'll never find the truth. Sunday school quarterlies are not the answer. The answers are found in your Bible. And if you're having trouble understanding yours, it's never too late to begin learning how God's word was meant to be read. 2 Timothy 2.15 is clear that when we study, we're to rightly divide the word of truth. God gave us this amazing study principle to help us better understand what he is and is not saying to us today. You know, there's only one correct answer to any question once the semantics and stupidity are removed. And there are only two sides to any debate, the right and the wrong. I have discovered that time is the most fundamental absolute truth. It acts upon all things in all places, regardless of whatever conceptual conditions you attempt to apply. So what are you doing with yours? How are you using your time for your Savior? Satan's deceptive tactics are at work and being used all around you. The Bible is full of absolute truths. For instance, Jesus said that he was the truth, John 14, 6, and that no man can get to the Father any other way except through him. And another absolute truth is that Paul said to follow him as he followed Christ, 1 Corinthians 11, 1. Not as any of the other apostles followed Christ. No, we're to follow Christ as Paul followed him. John 14, 6 and 1 Corinthians 11, 1 are absolute truths that do not change over time, space, circumstance, or place. God's word is both the driving force for progress and the driving force against it. It's all in how it's used. You see, some of you are not aware that Satan is the god of this world. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. He's in charge of religion. The world's religious system is controlled by him. There are those who are being used as pawns and don't even know it. Satan is totally against rightly dividing the word of truth. Satan quietly whispers in your ear telling you that, hey, what Jesus said from earth to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, hey, that's just the same thing he later from heaven told Paul to tell the church the body of Christ. There's no difference. Then he whispers again and says, now what Peter says to the Acts chapter 2 Jewish church well, hey, that's not a bit different than what Jesus later tells Paul to tell the body of Christ in his letters. 
And, and, and he says all of this, and people actually believe it. Yeah, even though they can open their Bible and see all of the many differences. It's amazing at how lazy some are. Listen to me. What Jesus said to Israel while on earth before dying for sin, what Peter, James, and John all said, and by the way, they were writing to Israel as well, Galatians chapter 2, verse 9, hey, it's different, not the same as what Paul said to the body of Christ. And not just different, meaning the manner in which he wrote his letters. No, I'm talking about Paul, in many instances, says the exact opposite to that which was spoken by Jesus and the Twelve. And if you have yet to see the differences, go to truthtimeradio.com and look over the Compare the Verses link. It by no means is exhaustive, but it'll give you a good start. And who told Paul what to say? Or was Paul speaking on his own? Well, in 1 Corinthians 14.37, Paul writes that the things he wrote are the commandments of the Lord. So when Paul told us to rightly divide the word of truth, he was not making a suggestion. It was a command from the Lord Jesus Christ. If you continue to disobey this commandment, you'll continue in a vain pursuit of the truth. You'll continue in your vain pursuit of the truth that will only leave you with more questions. You'll never learn to deal with the contradictory statements that are in your Bible. According to the law of non-contradiction, two opposing concepts cannot both be true at the same time. So to better understand your Bible, you need to learn how to rightly divide the word of truth. After learning how, you'll not only get factual information, you'll get factual information that is applicable for today. Now, I know this message is not popular, but oh well. Noted author Elbert Hubbard once said, To avoid criticism, do nothing, say nothing, be nothing. This is Truth Time. Where we weigh the evidence and make sound decisions. Not according to our feelings. Just the facts. Just the facts. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. This has been Truth Time with Trey Searcy. Visit our website at truthtimeradio.com. Until next time, remember, when a man who is honestly mistaken hears the truth, he will either quit being mistaken or cease to be honest. Truth Time.